What's happening, guys? Welcome back to the channel. This segment is going to kind of be a podcast format. I have a few topics I would like to touch on. In no specific order, um, Charles Oliveira's next opponent is Tony Ferguson done. Chick gets tossed off of the UFC platform. I guess he tried to storm the cage. I saw the video. Funny stuff, funny stuff. Dana White and the whole uh, UFC scale situation, what needs to be done. So there's no controversy going forward with like weigh-ins and people missing weight. And Conor McGregor clowning Tony Ferguson on Twitter. All right, so let's start with uh, Charles Oliveira and his next possible opponent. Who should it be? Well, I can say this um, from the fans' perspective. People are clamoring to see him versus Islam Makachev. Islam is the next best thing, you know, closest thing in MMA to Habib. And Habib versus um, Oliveira is, you know, that's a dream fight. So if we can't get Habib versus Oliveira because he's retired, the next best thing again is Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. Now, I think that is a super intriguing fight style-wise. It's very, very exciting in terms of two guys at their absolute peak in their primes competing against each other. That's always a great thing to see. You always want to see that as a fight fan. I'm not going to get into who I think would win that fight. I just think it would be a super competitive dream fight right now. Now that fight is great for the fans. What's a great fight for Charles Oliveira? When I say what's a great fight for him, I mean monetary wise. It's going to be Conor McGregor. Flat out. Red Panty Night is a real thing. You can't really blame these guys for trying to get a fight with Conor McGregor. I mean, Chandler was trying to do it. Tony's been trying to fight Conor. Everybody wants to fight Conor. Even people completely out of his weight class. And with good reason. You fight Conor and it changes your life. You get like a huge freaking payday. You can't blame these guys. So for Charles Oliveira and his family, monetary reasons... Yeah, the Connor fight. That makes sense for him. I see criticism out there on why he's calling out Connor. I have zero issue with Oliveira calling him out. Connor getting a crack at the title, coming off of like a spotty record, a string of losses. Definitely weird. Not okay with that coming from Connor's side. He doesn't really deserve it. He should beat a top five contender in you know, impressive dominating fashion, then we could start talking title shot. He really doesn't deserve it. But being a fan of Charles Oliveira seems like such a nice guy out of the cage. I want to see him get that payday. Why not? The shelf life for a mixed martial artist is it's very short. It's a short window. You have to make as much money as you can, come out as unscathed as you can, the fewest amount of injuries and get the hell out. Come in, fight, grab that bag, make a run. So yeah, fan-wise, Charles Oliver versus Islam Makachev for Charles and his pockets, for his family, Conor McGregor. Moving on, is Tony El Kukui Ferguson done? Now, Tony has had a string of losses now. 
albeit against top competition. I mean, against the champ himself, Charles Oliveira, Benio Dariush, Justin Gaethje, and now Michael Chandler. All killers, all killers, all elite fighters at lightweight. Benio being the more lower tier out of that group, but Benio's right there. Benio is, he's the top 10. That's elite. Now, out of this string of losses, of course, the worst fights for Tony, Gaethje definitely up there. Charles worked him, but that Gaethje fight was brutal. I think that Gaethje fight took something out of Tony big time. It took time and years off of his fight career, maybe off of his life. Who knows? I mean, that was a that was a bad beating that I feel like he didn't even have to take. He just had to fight a little bit smarter. He kind of relied on his durability and his chin a little bit too much, a little too overconfident with his ability to take a shot and rally back later on. And um, yeah, he was he was too hurt. Uh, Gaethje battered him. The Michael Chandler fight, Tony was looking really good, man. Tony was looking really good. He really surprised me. Like, I'm a Tony Ferguson fan, but I was picking Michael Chandler to win. I thought it was a bad fight for Tony right now. And I have to say, in that first round, Tony's reflexes were there. His timing was there. His counters. Tony looked like old Tony. And it sucks we didn't get to see the fight go longer to see what would happen. That kick that Michael Chandler landed on Tony Ferguson. Listen, if that kick shut Tony Ferguson's lights out, that kick would would knock anybody out at lightweight. Make no mistake about that because Tony has a granite chin and he was out cold for a while, for minutes. I was concerned. I thought Tony Ferguson was freaking dead. No joke. I'm sitting there like, come on, Tony, please get up. Get up, Tony. Get up, Tony. Hope he's all right. Thank God he got up. Thank God he's okay. I saw he was released from the hospital. All is good. He's in good spirits. Definitely wants to continue. Tony is the man, but yeah, that knockout was brutal. Now, do I think Tony Ferguson is completely done? No, I do not. I'm not saying he's going to win the belt. I mean, you never know. Nothing is really impossible with heart, determination, effort, faith. You could do a lot of incredible things. We've seen other mixed martial artists in advanced years perform really well, even win titles. Tony's a beast. Uh, He's one of the best to ever do it, in my opinion. Future Hall of Famer, no doubt. I'll say this. I'm confident that Tony could come back and still perform well. We saw it against Chandler. Chandler is no joke. Chandler is, he's an elite at lightweight. He could beat anybody. Tony was giving him the business in the first round. Barring that knockout, yeah, man, Tony looked good. It's a damn shame. I wish him a speedy recovery. Definitely has to take time off. I think um, after you get knocked out, you got to take off like I think at least six months per the rules. So we'll see. All right, moving on. So this young girl, um, she decides to record herself storming the UFC cage, trying to like hop the fence. I don't know what she was trying to do. Very ill-advised. I don't know what she thought was going to happen. Maybe she was trying to create a viral video. Maybe she was drunk. I don't know. She proceeds to say something on camera, then darts towards the cage. And she gets chucked off the platform. It looked like a pro wrestling bump. Like 
in my mind, I imagine she landed on a couple of tables that I broke in half. Tables, ladder, and chair mats, you know what I mean? She could have landed on a concrete, on some chairs, on a gate. But as they say, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I really have no idea what else to add to that. Funny stuff. All right, moving on to the next topic. This whole UFC scale weigh-in controversy um, really sucked for Charles Oliveira. Yes, I know technically he missed weight, but there was some funny stuff going on. Um, I guess multiple fighters are reporting that the scales were off. To my understanding, they have a scale available to them. Then you have the main manual balance scale. Charles, to my understanding, thought that um, his weight was on point. And he goes to weigh in on the official scale for the UFC. He's off by half a pound. Initially, it cost him a bunch of uh, pay-per-view points and money. He got stripped of his title. I thought it was harsh. I say big monetary fine going to Justin Gaethje. And that's sufficient for half a pound. We're not talking even one pound. We're not talking two pounds, three pounds, which is like egregious. You know what I mean? It's half a freaking pound, which... You know, it could be a, a variance with the scale. Maybe the scale is not measured correctly or calibrated. I should say that Dana White in a post-fight press conference admitted that guys mess with the scale the night before. This is something that has occurred. It, it has happened. So with admitting that, how could it be right that Charles gets stripped? There should be some leniency there. Then going forward, when they have a more solid system, a more foolproof system in place if guys miss weight yeah drop the hammer on them i think dan hardy mentioned something about multiple digital scales so you can gauge accuracy better not a bad idea at all to dana white's credit gotta give him props for this he did allow charles Oliveira to get the pay-per-view points and get that extra money so that's pretty cool he deserves it i consider that a title defense i consider Charles's next fight, a title defense as well. And I'm sure many fans agree with that. That's the champ. Moving on to the last topic, Conor McGregor, um, up to his usual antics, completely clowning Tony Ferguson. So a little backstory, Tony Ferguson referred to Conor McGregor as McNuggets. So I guess Conor, you know, that stood with him. He wanted to get a little payback on that one. And after Tony's knockout, he referred to him as a, as a chicken McNugget. The memes came, Photoshop pictures of, of Tony's kicked face, you know, like that, that picture floating around where he's all wrinkled, like the moment of impact. Tony looking 90 years old. Connor's like <laughs> superimposing chicken nuggets on his face. I saw his tweets. He deleted them. Connor does that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, a uh, it was multiple tweets of him referring to like chicken nuggets and McDonald's, you know, he's like, Oh, it's 1am. Is there McDonald's open for some chicken nuggets? He just kept on and on. Tony Ferguson got wind of this, um, responded, said basically he's coming for Connor and his crew. He said, Connor can't remove the moniker of McNuggets that that's with him forever. Yeah. I have to say, um, Karma's a B, man. Karma is a B. Now, Connor already got a little bit of karma when he snapped his leg. I'm not saying that I was personally happy that he snapped his leg. I'm not saying that it should have happened. 
what I'm saying is there's been instances where Con- Connor has put out bad energy with some antics. I don't have to name, you know, all the instances and events publicly known. Some of, you know, his antics, his legs snapped into in a fight. And here he is making fun of a legend, a warrior, Tony Ferguson, for getting knocked out cold with a brutal kick, a brutal knockout when he's in a fight game himself. And that could very well happen to him easily, easily. He's a human being like anybody else. I reckon that Tony got a better chin than Connor. If Connor got hit with that kick, how many minutes he would have been on the floor? What would his face look like? I can assure you he would have got knocked out. If Tony went to the shadow realm, Connor would have went to the neither realm. Or maybe like the upside down place some Stranger Things. So anyway, yeah, um, you know, just a little disappointing from Connor, man. Just a little bit more class, a little bit more respect to a legend of the game. But I get it. They have beef. These guys have had back and forths before. They were close to fighting, I guess. But I still think it was distasteful of Connor. Karma, man. Karma again. Anyway, guys, I don't know what else to add. These are the topics I wanted to touch on in this podcast format. Hope you guys enjoyed the segment. If this is your first time at the channel or the first time listening to the podcast, hit that follow, that subscribe button, notification button. Of course, if you enjoy the content and I'll catch you guys on the next segment. Drop those thoughts as well. Feel free, guys. Take care.